Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare-naked ladies. That's right, whether frenetic or lazy, from keeping it real to the trouble with Tracy, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. This guy's got 30 years on me, but he stops and smiles just to say hello. It's my co-host, Evan. I found me an answer. In a grocery store, I found me an answer in the form of my co-host, Saker. <laughs> Am I the answer to your question, Evan? Yeah, what, would the, what would you be the answer to? How do you solve a problem like Maria? That is the <laughs> eternal Saker. question. <laughs> Saker is the answer. Oh, I like whatever, whatever movie you've just described. I like the tagline, the answer is Saker. It sounds like an action movie where I have to save the world. Is that a thing? I... Always? Okay, good, good. I like I that. Like you always have to raise the stakes to world world saving levels. That's true. Just save my town. Just save my local baseball team is enough. I have to win the breakdancing competition. Yeah. I mean, is there like an action movie where they save like a busload of kids? Uh, speed? I feel like that's, that's always ancillary to... No, like, I think Speed is a very personal action movie, right? Well, the bus is going to crash into... It's like a bomb that's going to blow up in the city and kill a bunch of people too. Uh, but yeah, can't, but can't they just drive it out of the city? I don't know. I've never seen, I've never seen <laughs> the, both of us are showing I've seen ignorance. Speed 2, oh, you which have? takes place on a, like a, control, a, bo- a boat, Yeah, that's which a good is one. fucking, it's a fucking ridiculous movie. Is it good? This boat can't slow down. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Is it good or is it shit? I remember hating it. I remember Willem Dafoe as the villain though. See, here's the thing. If you are on a bus that can't go above 50, it's like you- Or under 50. Or, uh, <laughs> So I could just stop down. (laughs) That would make a much more boring movie. You're right. My apologies. Um, Where the fuck was I going with this? Oh, yes. Bus. You can't jump out in the middle of traffic. Bus going 50. That sucks, right? Plus the whole bus is full of people. But on a boat, can't you just put a brick on the accelerator and just dive over the edge? I mean, it would hurt, but presumably that's at a road. Or like, I don't know if they did this in speed. And so they might have actually done this, but I feel like you could drive the bus up on... Because it's just the... How's the fucking... Like, does it have, like, a GPS locator to know exactly how fast the bus is going at any given time? Or is it just going off, like, the odometer or something? I, it was 1997. I have no so idea. So if it's the odometer, then you could just, like, drive the bus onto a, like... A treadmill? A, 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 yeah, not like a treadmill, but, like, a track or something like that. Oh, 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 so oh. it'll it'll So the wheels will fall into these little holes, and it'll just hold up, hold up on the axles. Oh. And then the wheels can keep... You can drive the bus as Look fast as you want. It's you. not going anywhere. Oh, you're... Oh, I I'm feel smarter like, than Sandra Bullock. Shut up. What do you think you're so good? Was it Sandra Bullock? Was, it was Keanu and Sandra, wasn't it? I don't know. Okay. Again, <laughs> Again, I didn't see the movie. Yes. So, that would be a good podcast. It's just describing <laughs> movies that we hadn't seen. That would be way better than this podcast. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah. I'll, oh, no, don't look so sad. Trying to bring down the mood. We're only in this for nine more okay, albums. Okay, descri- name a movie you haven't seen. Uh, the Godfather. Okay, I've actually seen that movie. So, oh, shit. So you can describe it to me, though. Okay. Um. Cold open. Cold. Smash cut Cold to. <laughs> Smash cut to Jesus. Looking up into heaven. Okay. I wish my godfather were here. <laughs> Smash cut to loaves. Smash cut to. Is two. there like a, when, it, when, it, when the first cold I, open, does it only... have like the, the like AD negative 30, yes. BC negative 32? Absolutely. Also, the only screenwriting lingo I know is Smash cut to. I hope that's not going to be a problem. Star wipe too. Dutch Tatooine. angle. <laughs> yeah. Dutch Angle. Uh, what, what's a movie you haven't seen? Oh, I've seen them all. Oh, really? You got the, you collected them all? Yeah, I You did. seen what, that, that Venom movie? No, I haven't seen Venom. Okay, describe it. All right. So uh, while on a uh, expedition to this. a South, South American rainforest, uh-huh. 
Uh, Brock is the is a guy's name Brock. You got it, Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock comes across a um, valley that no one has ever explored before, mm. and in that valley is a um, a research team because mm. uh, Eddie Brock is doing like a like a uh, um, uh, a piece on them, right? Because they're researching they're researching spiders. Okay. So <laughs> you looked at me so expectantly. <laughs> they're researching spiders. So uh, Eddie Brock's doing a piece on them. So he goes down. He d- takes some things, and they find out some spiders down there. Okay. Are the most, for some reason, they've evo- they've the developed an ecological vacuum, but they're the most nice. Spiders. They're the most venomous arachnids Ugh. in the world. One bite will oh, kill. Boy. Also, they can breed with any other spiders. Okay. So uh, Eddie Brock gets bitten by one of these spiders. Uh-huh. Dies. Uh-huh. Then his body is shipped back to the states, but unbeknownst to anyone unbeknownst. a spider has come along with him a poisonous spider there's a spider in his room in his room and it it uh takes root in this like small uh let's say specific uh, specific the specific northwest <laughs> as, as you well know portland the very the specific, specific northwest, northwest. Sure. No, it's a small town and then the spider breeds with local spiders producing okay. a small you're group. all about horror movies lately it's november Actually, yes, it's the end of November. I forgot oh, when this episode it's, drops. It's, it's, the, the movie's called Venom. <laughs> You're I right. I mean, there's only two ways we could take this. So there's the movie. All right. And then it's just a small town doctor, a new doctor and his family. They move in from the big city. Love it. And they've got to fight these uh, uh, spiders. And the spiders can kill you with one bite. Ooh. But also, um, let's put in a comic relief character. Let's say John Goodman. Uh-huh. A, a younger John Goodman as a exterminator. Oh, oh, I see. We can also temporally displace our cast in this Well, movie. the movie can take place at any time. Like, you're describing The Godfather. <laughs> so, like, this, but I'm not this is a movie that, that was shot. John, young John this Goodman. is a movie that was shot in, like, 1992. Oh, okay. Fair so, it's enough. like a, young John, a younger John Goodman is, the, is this uh, exterminator, and he helps them kill them. And then the guy, oh, the guy, actually, Jesus. the doctor, has uh-huh. a, uh, he's got a pathological fear of spiders. Oh, that he has of course to, he does. He has to overcome oh, to, why defeat did it have the to, spi- to defeat the venom. Sure, sure, sure. And at the sure. end of the movie, they defeat the spiders, and he's like, I fucking hate this place. I'm going to move back to my old life. And then they do. And weirdly, it's still a Marvel property. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow still related to in the bigger MCU. Yes. Good. Love it. Speaking of the Venom. MCU, <laughs> oh boy, hold up. Speaking of John Goodman, yeah, can I do this? Where's the pivot? Okay, go ahead. Speaking of John Goodman, John Goodman works in Hollywood, and so does our guest today. <laughs> See, I can pivot. Um, that was real. Oh, hey, name real. any job in 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 the land of what's a, what's a good nickname for Hollywood? <laughs> Tinsel Train. Name any job in Tinsel Train. She's got it. Actor, both screen and voice, musician, YouTube phenomenon. She's Bounce Man in Mega Man 11, Armika in Street Fighter 5, Lindy Hopper in Callisto 6, and part of the nerd parody duo The Library Bards, currently recording their second album. She's Bonnie Gordon. Hi, Bonnie. How are you? Hello. What is this this podcast about again? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow, I haven't seen any of these movies. (laughs) I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna break down a song, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. We like to trick people into coming into our Jurassic Park podcast. Oh, uh, wow. Jurassic Park cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite Jurassic Park? Oh, ooh. Um, the mm, one on with the, the little. Spot. Oh, it's okay. Um, the <laughs> one with the raptor that taps its little <laughs> claw, and then um, one of the dinosaurs that you like have an attachment to dies because that's what always happens. And then like the big bad ends up saving the day. Cause that's what's always happens. And then, <laughs> you know, there's a kid who like gets trapped in a small place, like mm-hmm, with a dinosaur mm-hmm. running at it and it like slams the little 
gate shut on its little box because that's what always happens. Basically, all of them because yeah, they're so your all favorite the same Jurassic movie. Park movie is all Jurassic Parks. <laughs> yes. it's ba- they basically just put the best moments of every Jurassic Park movie into a hat and pulled out ones for the last one. It was like, what can we do now? Ooh, raptors. Yeah, let's bring that back. Ooh, yes, little kid I- in a small spot on a small space. I am confused. Like, where? How can you heighten Jurassic Park? Like, Jurassic <laughs> World is like okay. So we're kind of rebooting the franchise, but like, what? What the fuck? Where do you go from Jurassic World? Like, you like, have to. Oh, put- it's like uh, you know, like oh, uh, we're gonna make the villain a guy who's really rich that wants the dinosaurs, you know, that is like creating eggs himself, you know, which is in every movie. <laughs> or like, right. oh, we're gonna make the we're gonna make the villain. A, a, a millionaire who goes to the island and pouches dinosaurs. Basically, this last one, they just did both of those. <laughs> <laughs> they just, yeah, best of. They put them all in a hat. Jurassic like, Park is like that. It's a diner you go to where you can get the same dependable meal yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no it's surprises. It's, it's, it's but then you order food. like the cherry pie and, and, and like it has hints of blueberry and you're like, I didn't want this. <laughs> I wanted something. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted what I ordered, but yeah, Jurassic they, Park... <laughs> They put so. a slice of American cheese on it for some reason. It's no, just no, 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 real no. weird. <laughs> you order the cherry pie, but then you realize it's made with cherries that have been like like messed with in a lab to make a bigger batter <laughs> cherry and you're like, I didn't want a bigger batter cherry. I just wanted the I wanted the same old cherry. Like just give me the T-Rex, man. We don't need the super T-Rex and then like the super evil incredible killer T-Rex and then like, ooh, this super raptor. And I'm like, "Come on, guys, calm down." Anyway, do you do you think Jurassic Park could go the way of Gremlins where the next movie we have a sentient T-Rex who's the big bad? Like he's I feel like the next one from the way the last one ended, the next one's going to be like dinosaurs in suburbia. <laughs> so I feel oh. like one's going to be, so basically it's going to be dinosaurs, the old uh, television show, uh, not the mama. <laughs> They're going to be wearing clothes and, you know, living, living like, you know, it, it's going to be very, um, it's going to be very hard. Like a lot of people are going to be specious towards yeah. the dinosaurs. Like you were already extinct. You don't belong here. But then like the housewife dinosaur will have to like run for Congress or something. I don't know. <laughs> Um, and speaking of lady dinosaurs uh, that, you know, are wearing clothes that eventually will take them off just like a bare naked lady would. Um, oh, good pivot. No, it's a horrible pivot. I, there's, no, <laughs> there's nothing I could have done. <laughs> and you had nothing you were segueing it's good to. For this you show. were just handing me the ball, which was nice. I was just like, hey, I think you guys wanted to talk about bare naked ladies. I'm not sure. But I'm, I, so I'm really enjoying this movie podcast. We should just make this a good. movie podcast. Just, you yeah, know bare what? naked ladies, we're, we're done with them, basically. You guys have been doing it for so long. I feel like it's time to do something new. And here I am. I'm ready. We can never be free. We can't. It's our curse. Yeah. Also, (laughs) gremlins were always sentient, Saker. Well, yeah, but like they weren't as sentient as what was Brainy Smurf, the gremlin? What was his? Because he he wasn't the he wasn't the boss. He was the he wasn't wasn't he the antagonist? Or no, it was Donald Trump is the hero of that movie. Weirdly, the Donald Trump analog character. Clamp is the hero. Clamp. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what a weird that movie did not age well. (laughs) The multimillionaire (laughs) industrialist is the hero of that movie. He saved the day. He saved the day he did a good job um bonnie good job donald trump <laughs> good boy a <laughs> sentence that you we're going to isolate that sentence and incriminate you um, no. oh, don't do it. <laughs> um bonnie you we are unfortunately we had you on this podcast to talk about bare naked <laughs> ladies um what's uh what's your history with the band do you, uh-huh. do you like did you listen to them when you were younger do you have I any did. experience with them i mean 
I feel like bare naked ladies uh, is kind of like an essential of of the nineties, mm-hmm. right? To where like yeah, anyone absolutely. who grew up in that time, you know, back in the day when when life was, you know, when when we had hope <laughs> for our future, <laughs> right. um, you know, Before I feel like a lot of people. In. Yes. Oh God, it's happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I feel like, you know, everyone obviously knows it's been one week to, you know, everyone knows one week, but you know, they have some really great songs that you're just kind of like, oh yeah, this is good shit. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. come on, bare naked. <laughs> is that what you refer to them collectively as bare Yeah, they're my, you know, and they also do the theme to Big Bang Theory. So that's kind of cool. This right? is true. Yeah. Is Big Bang Theory a show that you're a fan of? Um, I don't watch it, but <laughs> I've seen clips. <laughs> It seems great, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I Ever- she, she turns it off after the intro. <laughs> yeah, you're right? so carefully hedging your bets. Like, yeah. I don't hate it. No, 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 no. Like, I really haven't really watched it. I've seen some clips that are pretty funny. But um, mm-hmm. first of all, if you know me and you know my work schedule, TV, watching things, like, when do I have time for any of this? <laughs> I right. barely had time to go see Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'm, I'm apparently supposed to watch it for research very soon for a new role that I'm doing. So I, oh. I'll be watching more of it soon. I know. <laughs> let, let me just do a shameless plug. <laughs> Hashtag NDA life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we can't ask any more than that, but I'm very curious. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, NDAs. So you, you've you listened to them more generally. Um, yeah. Is there, did it's you ever, all like, been done is a good one. I like that song. It is a good one. A fan, I gotta say of that. Evan looks like he's about to kill himself. You're so tired of this podcast and all it entails. And it actually makes me love it more. Basically, uh, I'm saying all the ones that everyone knows, right? Uh, Yeah, basically, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because those are the ones I know. And those were the ones that played on the radio, like as I was on the school bus going to school. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Um, do you, I mean, so honestly, they've probably not crossed your cultural radar besides for the Big Bang Theory theme in, in quite a while, right? Uh, c- correct. I mean, besides, yes. I do listen, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I prefer listening to 80s and 90s music than anything that's on today. So I have like random shuffle lists of 90s and 80s hits on Spotify Flock and Seagull, Cindy and, Lopper, and bare naked ladies police, does come up Dirk quite a bit Commissar, oh yeah crowded house. you know like two princes you know that kind of stuff spin doctors <laughs> spin doctors yeah I, I like that old 90s like oh yeah no one understands me i'm so cool but like you're not Counting cool enough crows, to be actual grunge pumpkin. or punk rock you're just like right in the middle and like no one really gets Green what day. genre you want right. yeah right <laughs> Evan, you just keep listing bands what are you doing these context. are he is listing my playlist is what he's listening <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm reading it right off here <laughs> oh that's true we do have access <laughs> to bonnie's playlist do you um uh you, yeah, yeah you signed the agreement you so did. we oh, do get your I personal playlist <laughs> yeah last time i, mean, I signed any paper you send me <laughs> yeah speaking of your work schedule we've been trying to get you on this show for a million years now oh, okay. and you are like two years two don't exaggerate <laughs> you are the busiest woman uh that i have ever known um yeah speaking of uh, i gotta i gotta cut this early um i actually have another thing to do at oh. right now 
Just kidding. Oh, just kidding. Get the fuck. That's yeah. No, it's it's cool. I didn't want you here anyway. I don't mind. Could you imagine though? I just left and we didn't even we'll talk just, about the song. <laughs> we'll just finish this on our own. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wait, 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 what? We'll finish what? We've had guests who come on and not talk about the song. The oh, it's time. true. Yeah, I think yeah. Matt Matt Besser mostly talked about breaking into houses. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Oh no. That. Well, we we can't do that because I actually did research this song. So oh, that's fine. That. All right. Well, we let's get def- into it. All right, let's get into it then. Sounds good. So, uh, our song this week is called Same Thing, and if you've never heard this song before, here's a quick sample. What does it mean to wake out of a dream and be wearing someone else's shorts? I've been around the block at least on my bike. I was prepared for the news, but not for a full-scale war. Found me an answer. In a grocery store. All right. So, Bonnie, um, I got to ask, is this the first time? That was so quick. (laughs) Oh, it's the quickest sample. Uh, Almost imperceptible to the human ear. Um, Is this the first time you've heard this song? Actually, yes. And so when you sent it to me, I was like, what the F? Because the first line in general, I was like, wearing someone else's shorts. I was like, okay, first of all, that's not a dream for me. That's a nightmare because I have a very high waist and it's impossible to find fitted shorts for my my body type okay, i don't think so that means i don't a, think that has they, i got personal with it sorry <laughs> the fashion nightmare in the first line for you okay <laughs> although i will say thank you so much for letting me be your guest on the uh song that mentions comic books and and whatnot because oh, shit i didn't even I think was about like, that when it got to that verse i went oh okay now he's speaking to me like like bare naked ladies they're they're talking to me personally i really love i've never heard you have an accent before but you say bare naked which i really love oh i cannot say the word naked to save my to save my life wait are you originally from the south louisiana yeah oh i did not know that okay bare naked it is oh there it is yeah because i used to talk with a little twang when i go home and visit my nana my, my little accent comes out Anyway, uh, yeah, bare naked, bare naked ladies. Yes. <laughs> bare naked ladies. I was like, now I'm going to be super conscious about it. <laughs> Don't be super I'm conscious. I have to do it with like a British accent. The bare na- uh, <laughs> naked ladies. There we are. Bare you naked. You almost did a southern Brit. I was saying, bare naked <laughs> ladies. Bare naked ladies. <laughs> oh, very nice. Uh, boy, Thank you, you darling. You are devaluing yourself by doing voice work on our podcast. This is delightful. Oh, I'm such cheap labor. <laughs> I, everyone who everyone who hires me for a voiceover knows, oh, Bonnie'll do it. <laughs> some peanuts. And I'm like, sweet peanuts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this this is a weird ass. We did not give you a normal sort of song. Uh, this is a this is a song where I mean, Ev, would you agree that uh, usually the songs are a little more thematic than this? And if they aren't, there's some sort of metaphor to dig into, right? This is like Ed channeling Bob Dylan, where it's just like a sort of nonsensical stream of nonsense. Yeah, I mean, basically, like- right? Like, like you can my- try and find some meaning to it. I've I've read a few people's opinions on the internet because I was like, what do other people think about this song? <laughs> I can't make sense about it. And a lot of people thought about it like uh, dealing with like depression and um, having fame and, and coming to terms with that. And then like some people said it reminds them of divorce. And I was like, what? 
But I guess it makes sense. I I think the divorce comes from, there's a verse that like he cuts out of the song normally, but it goes like there's, he does like an acoustic version of it on YouTube called bathroom sessions. And he adds in another verse, like, uh, what the fuck? Where is it? I have it somewhere here. About the wedding ring. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. The girl next, I say, I do funny how fast things change. And, and really doesn't help me to elucidate what the fuck is happening here because <laughs> none of the other verses seem to have anything to do with divorce or separation or uh, it doesn't seem right. like a sad song, right? I well, mean, the, I the yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I will say this. I love the violin solos in it uh, during the instrumental break. It's like, that's horrible impersonation of a, of a violin, but that's what I'm sticking with, but it's like, (laughs) it's really fast and fun. Little violin quips. Yeah. We got those, those, those tremolos. That was, yeah. I I love that too. I noted that on mine. I love the weird, uh, the, the breakdown there. And And the weird, wind instrument in the first verse after uh, wearing someone else's shorts where it's like a balloon squeak where it's like squeak and then they do it again after uh i'm in a thunderstorm in a thunderstorm Staying out from under trees, never holding golf clubs. I still seem to be getting struck by the light. Yeah, it's real, real weird. And it's like, I thought maybe it was like, at first, it definitely sounds like a balloon squeak. And then the second one sounds like maybe like someone's fingers on like a steel a guitar string oh i bet that's exactly oh, what maybe. it is yeah. either that or like the real meaning behind this this song is his fear for clowns <laughs> that could definitely be the answer every time i hear of this song now i'm like, just gonna think of clowns <laughs> I, this um, song is just word salad to me it is kind of word salad right like i couldn't make it's heads or tails i mean usually there's something to well, dig into it here. felt kind of like a rumination on growing up mm-hmm. and then how you have specific experiences and then want to generalize them and make general assumptions from them because he 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 speaks about these incredibly specific experiences. I was in a grocery store, yeah. a man with a cardigan who was 30 years older than me, but looked like an old man right. came and said, hey, aren't you on TV? Must have been the same thing. So he's generalizing from those experiences. Found me an answer in the form of an old man with a cardigan on. This guy's got 30 years on me, but he stops and smiles just to say hello. I see you on TV. Right, so, and, this happened, and this happens to Charlie Brown all the time. Like, every time he goes <laughs> yeah. grocery shopping, he gets stopped, you know, because when he was young, he only had, like, one hair. And then right. now that he's older, he also has only one hair, and people recognize him. And he always wears he always wears the same shirt. And so people mm-hmm. are like, hey, didn't I see you on TV? Or, you know, that oh. Christmas special. And uh, pump, there's, like, a, some kind of pumpkin king. And... <laughs> And aren't, aren't you, like, also, you know, in my Sunday paper? And he, like, I'm talking it's constant for him. And his head is also very large, so people stare. And I have a feeling this is what the song is truly about. Must have been the same thing Charlie Brown went through. 
It's about Charlie Brown and his difficulties in life because he was mentioned yeah, once. Yeah, and I also like the all those also the Fantastic Four because you know when they go places they can't really uh, they stand out too. At least you yeah. know. Well, well yeah, maybe not. Except for invisible. invisible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's she's like, oh shit. I'm in a comic store. For some mistakenly priced comic, I can make a fortune on. In walks the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I didn't make the connection between Charlie Brown and the Fantastic Four, though. I mean, both fictional comic book sort of things, and but that's as far as it goes. Right? Yeah, it we never have comes these, up like, again. Series of dead ends that, like, we feel like we're going deeper into the I maze. Just feel like, but... I just feel like it's generally growing up. But yeah. Like, like because you're you're going through all these, you're having these experiences, and it seems like everyone else is having the same experience as you are, but they aren't. I kind of like right? that. Yeah. That's. I he's felt also like there was a, a con artist. Oh, he's a con artist. Yeah, he's going into that comic store looking for a mistake so he can take that comic <laughs> and resell it. He's like, he's, you know, he's, I mean, some may call that thrifty. I call it conning. <laughs> yeah, what's the opposite of caveat emptor? What is seller beware? Is that a, is that I a don't phrase? Know, man. Yeah, it's got to be a funny, thing. Though. Must have been the same thing. Um, yeah, the same thing. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I was trying to find meaning in the song as well. And the most I got... Um, was that uh, same thing is an anagram for hang times. So I think this song is the last <laughs> fleeting waking life thought of the narrator from When I Fall, which is several songs before this. Yeah, but so he's, he's dying. He's falling to his death and he's recounting all these experiences from his youth and growing up before he splatters onto the pavement. Uh, it's, his, oh. it's his hang times. It's his last moments. Or maybe he doesn't fall. Maybe he gets struck by lightning, which leads us to the third verse. Oh, oh! He, a window washer would be probably at a higher probability to get struck by lightning. Yeah, I like that. He's a he doesn't have golf clubs, but he's washing that window, and you know, yeah. you know that lightning's out to get him. Oh, he got that little squeegee. You know, Must he does be something in his veins, <laughs> his weathered veins. Oh, wait, yeah, <laughs> it's that patented bare naked ladies pivot. Don't look at me like that. Weathered, ve- you know, I understand, but that means fucking it nothing. Means nothing. I mean, it's related yes. to the storm <laughs> it's a that he, he mentioned before. <laughs> But see, regardless, he's trying to be—he's trying to be poetic. Yeah, exactly. And these these are those like fake out pivots that are like, I'm gonna make you think, and if you don't think about it too hard, you're gonna think I'm poetic. But if you think about this for more than five seconds, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I agree. This song yeah. d- does one of the, my least favorite things in music, which is which is like cram too many words into a line, like. I feel you, but at the same time, I felt like this was a precursor to like their sort of more hip hop, like pinch me yes, one week. And if it was hip hop, it's okay. But I just hate like that. I, 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 it's that's why I can't, that's why I can't listen to Bob Dylan. You nailed it. Like fucking go motor mouth to like cram it into a musical stanza. Right. It's really tough for me. Yeah, I, I feel you. I don't know. Yeah, Random man on back. It was like Randy yeah. Newman too, where he just like <laughs> sings whatever he's singing, and you're like, what? What does this even mean? <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I don't. I was into yeah, despite everything because I think we're all gonna rag on this song a lot. I still kind of fucking, I liked it. And I don't know what it is because nothing worked. Like all these pieces, none of them fit together for me at all. His, his talk singing was weird and then yeah, it doesn't it was... go anywhere. But like all in all, I like the instrumentation and I kind of like just being put into this universe and not kind of not, not having a clear picture of what's going on. It just felt like a jam yeah. session to me. Like it didn't it's have like, yeah. anything. Yeah. It didn't have anything to, to like it. 
I was doing my vampire read on this. Like, I don't have a vampire read. It's just Ed vamping for five <laughs> minutes. Like, that's all he's doing. Like, he's just, it's just him going. I was like, and then I went and looking into a forest, and there was a guy there, and he was my best friend, and I uh, used to collect uh, uh, Pokemon figures. <laughs> like, It sounds like maybe he was doing, like, an improv class, and uh, they just, like, gave him a couple notes. And, you know, music improv, you know, it's a, it's a hard thing to, it's a hard yeah. thing to, to conquer. And yeah. you just you just got to go with it. And most of the time, it doesn't make sense at all. And then you try and find something common in her. And he's like, it's the same thing. I'll just <laughs> sing the same thing I just sang. You know? well, it's a meta it's um, a meta sort of reflection on like, if I have yeah. a chorus, at least I have the same thing. I like that. And somehow it made it onto the album. Yeah. This is a weird and album track. this is how every library bard's, uh, you know, writing session starts with, you know, just us rambling in a in a random chord progression right does it really i assume you i assume you eventually get it all you don't just you don't just the songs on your the songs on your albums aren't just first drafts which i feel like this this was but what's so weird about this oh see you may have just maybe they are all first drafts she's laughing at your ignorance Um, no they're all first drafts first draft last draft if i know these two it's they just get them out as quick as they can with no intent That's for right. quality or about those big bucks. Just Ouch. kidding. Go download Bardcore. It's a great album. Um, but like, okay. So, but, but you mentioned first draft. Not only is there a verse that was dropped from this at some point, there's another verse in that they did a version in 1992 live when they, before they actually recorded this song. I'm in a general store looking at a photograph of a smiling eight year old. He's caught a fish the size of his younger brother. Now tugging on his shirt saying, let's go home. Now I'm in a general store. Looking at a photograph of a smiling eight-year-old Just got a fist the size of his younger brother Now he's talking on the shirt Saying, let's go Another verse they dropped And in the liner notes to this song Instead of um, uh, uh, Not for full-scale war The liner notes say not for the third world World war War, So like they went through a shit ton of revisions and the song still came out this way what was happening here so basically that verse was all about him being like in a generic frame store you know how they have those frames (laughs) where like they have like those pictures of like people and you're like wow i wish i could be this happy but the picture i'm replacing this with will never be this photogenic (sighs) or happy it's like some stock photo from like you know, the internet from Shutterbox. <laughs> Bonnie, that's all that decorates my house. I don't have any pictures of friends. I just have oh, those. No. You're insulting me. Yeah, right I, I buy one of those for Saker every Christmas. Every Christmas. I give them so a, I can pretend I have friends. Yeah. Um, Fun yeah, fact. Uh, no, no, no. Actually, this is a true story. I went to DreamWorks, like animation, yeah. like for a little behind the scenes tour. And they have like a gift shop. And they have like DreamWorks photo frames. And, you know, in the frame, it has, like, the little boy in the moon with the clouds and everything. Right. Like, oh, that is so cool. Like, I want that so bad. So I bought the frame. And as I'm leaving, I open up the frame. And it's just the frame. Like, it doesn't come with the picture of the little boy. Like, they just oh. put that in there. <laughs> so I went back into the store. And I was like, <laughs> um, so I bought the frame. But I really wanted the little boy in the in the in the moon, like with the logo. They were like, that's just, like, a printout on regular paper <laughs> from the printer. I was like... Can I have it though? So they took it out of the sample oh, my and put it in my frame, and I still have it because I thought it was so cool. So I never framed anything in it. I just have the little <laughs> DreamWorks logo inside the frame. Of it. That's amazing. And it's like 
And it's literally like printer paper, you know, just like someone printed <laughs> yeah. it at their at their desk. Like, oh, we got to put something in here. Pen. Let's just print our logo. <laughs> so you could have done it from home, but you you forced these poor minimum wage employees. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go in a totally different direction where like it's the same poses, like people eating salad and stuff. But it's like Shrek or the Minions. Like it's just the same no, fucking no. generic. Oh, see, that would have been a better story. But no. <laughs> Sorry to um, disappoint you. No, it's okay. I'm used to it. Um, I'm going to so, take a picture of it and text it to you. Oh, please do. I would love that. <laughs> um, like, I don't, yeah. I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think about, like, mm. there, there's some great harmonies in this song, which is nice. Like, I don't know how harmony you like is it. Nice. Yeah, harmony is nice. What, what were you saying? I just don't know how you like this song. Like, okay, <laughs> here's the deal. It, it puts me into a place, and I feel like I'm getting, like, brief vignettes and glimpses okay. of a bigger world. And for some reason, for me, instead of being like, this is bullshit, dumb fuck nothingness, I'm like, this is a mystery that I can so, solve, right? So I feel like there's, and I know there's not, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is a, a universe that's being created, and I'm getting a glimpse so, of it. Yeah, you're looking at this from, like, a Scooby-Doo, Sherlock Holmes perspective. Like, <laughs> oh, if I could just solve the mystery of what is the same thing, you know? Exactly. I need, I'm a riddle boy. I so need that. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, if you, if we weren't reviewing this song for a podcast, yeah. I would probably like this song better because I wouldn't be actually reading or listening or paying atten- much attention to the lyrics. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of bands that sing non Smashing Pumpkins, for instance. Okay. Songs utter fucking nonsense right, but right. they evoke like a, a feeling right. in you like i mean when billy corgan is just kind of rambling on and on about whatever the fuck billy corgan's rambling about right. like you get like it, there's a tone that you get from it and i think i think this this song sort of does that where it evokes a sort of tone yeah i don't know if it's like wonder but i don't i'm, not, I'm trying to put like a <laughs> i'm trying to put like a tone on this thing you get a feeling from this song yeah you're right um it's like I, I would like if I heard this on the radio or something, it would be really nice background noise, like a chill, yeah. like acoustic feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, this song's chill. I like this. And then I would stop and listen to the words and be like, what the F? Why <laughs> shorts? Like, wait, hold so up. So it's like I feel like low key nostalgia would be like that like the feeling that, that this song evokes in me. And, and I truly wrote yeah. in my notes, like I remember loving this song as a kid listening to this album. And I have to wonder why did I like this song so much? So I think you hit the nail on the head, like, yeah. because before I was taking it in passively and now I'm taking it in actively and it's a different beast. Yeah, so, so I am viewing. I can tell nostalgia. you why. Oh, why? Please tell, tell me. It, it mentions comic books. <laughs> and that's my- fucking badass. I will say that was my favorite part of the whole song. I was like, oh, he's in a comic shop. Okay, this is someone I can relate to. This song is about me. You know, and then the Fantastic Four show up. And I'm like, they never showed up when I've been in a comic shop. Like, how rude. Hey, Wayne. They've, they've, they've always ignored me when I'm there, you know, like, you know. Yeah. And then when, you know, he's like, don't go. And I'm, I'm usually like, don't go if I see them. But they, they just kind of, you know. But Bonnie, isn't that a crazy existential crisis where he tells the Fantastic Four, your last issue was cool. I said don't go. That last issue is cool. Must have been. He's basically tearing their existence down like, oh, oh, I see. We're fictional beings in well, they're, your. They're, it's a documentary. Oh, I see. Wait. Of course. And this. Yeah, yeah, like this. Your last issue was cool, but your movie sucked. Was basically the the <laughs> subtext I got from it. Oh, your last issue was really cool, just not your movies. Um, obviously, uh, this song came out before the Fantastic Four was rebooted as well, right? Um, because they they I think they do have a comic reboot now. Um, I could be wrong. Don't don't 
don't internet check me on this, <laughs> listeners. That's okay. Our, our eight don't, listeners, you're don't, free. Uh, don't gatekeep me or like, you know, fake nerd girl me <laughs> today. Well, there was... I've had enough. <laughs> I, I think that they are back together now. For a while, Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman were gone. It was just Ben and, and Johnny. But now they are all, I Which, think... You know, or, you know, that's kind of like putting, you know, the two sidekicks together and being like, let's make our own duo, <laughs> which I think is kind of cool. Hell yeah. Even though they, they're they kind of my favorite anyway. I feel like Mr. Fantastic and I, I just feel like he's just, he's just like too cool. You know, you're like, all right, I get it. You can stretch and what, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah okay what you're some you're some coming a genius okay cool cool but I like do you look like do you look like a boulder i don't think so <laughs> i love bonnie your interpretation is cool is not like the guy who grew up on the streets and can fucking kick ass it's like oh you're a nerd oh real cool mr <laughs> like that's who you admire and that is so on brand for you i love that no like i like i really like uh the heroes like uh peter parker and um uh, i love batman i love spider-man i, I don't yeah. know i like I, I like heroes that are a little bit more flawed <laughs> and yeah. oh yeah that i can relate to and i just can't relate to mr fantastic at all because i think he's just like too like goody two shoes like gee golly guys let's yeah, go yeah. i don't know yeah he's also flawed in all the wrong ways and like his flaw is that he doesn't care about any people he just cares about science yeah like, he ignores very, his wife he's very and, like, selfish yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. what a yeah. weird flaw <laughs> shitty Oh, what a weirdo. Anyway, I don't know. I'm obviously, I'm actually not a huge, I'm not like the biggest fan of Fantastic Four, so I could be like wrong on all of these uh, (laughs) um, facts. I could like just from like the the little that I read growing up and stuff yeah. like they, all of my facts can be warped right now. So please don't. Let's go back to no. the song. Let's Yo, just stop take, talking about. You're taking so, big swings and I love it. But Evan, at, go ahead. At three minutes and twenty. <laughs> you can you can cut all this out, right? We're just, this, this podcast is actually like only ten minutes. Ten long, minutes, right? correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So at three minutes and twenty nine seconds, somebody just hammers a piano key. What? Just like, boom. I d- okay. Boom. Boom. I'll like, put just, it in here. But I I did not hear that the first time through. Yeah, they just it 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 leads into someone like tinkling away on the piano a little bit yeah. later on. But at first it's just like this one note yeah. and it repeats sort of every four beats yeah. and it just hammers oh, this note check- and I- it comes up through the mix. And I like after I heard that for the first time, couldn't I couldn't unhear, unhear it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like it made me grit my teeth. Hey man, I think Kevin is fucking killing the piano in this song. I think the piano is beautiful in this one. Like he's yep. Doing- it, there's a lot of good moments. As a as a as a pianist, I was like okay, but I hear what you're saying with like the one note. It was almost like he was like revving up, you know, like um, um <laughs> like, what's it called started. the um like the the road runner, you know, like the the feet are moving, but they're not. It's not moving yet. So it's like is that one note where like he's he's a bit about to go, and then then he goes into his little piano solos, and it's. You know, beep, beep, and then going. So. <laughs> That's exactly. Does that, does that make sense? E- Evan? That's a horrible analogy, but. <laughs> yes, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> Moved up to the mic so slowly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, we have a classic pivot line. Been around the block, at least on my bike. Been around the block at least on my bike goes That's good, right? Like that's some clever writing because he makes you think he's about to say one thing and then he does, he switches it up on you like I'm not actually that worldly. But that's the like that's all he's doing. He's been around the block in someone else's shorts, which is already awkward. So he probably got <laughs> them from someone he like, you know, met on the corner. 
can we can we take that line apart? What does it mean to come out of a dream and be wearing someone else's shorts? Is he having disassociative fugue states? He's a is superhero. He... That's one of his powers. Oh, oh. He comes out of the dream wearing people's shorts. I, I can't believe you didn't get... <laughs> you guys have been talking about superheroes for the past like half hour and you didn't think that this guy's a superhero? What He's is a superhero. Ev- What's his superhero name? If he could steal people's shorts in his sleep. He is the... Captain Capri. Captain Capri. <laughs> I like the... the... I like it. Uh, the somno shortsulist. <laughs> nope, that's terrible. <laughs> My bad. Um, Doctor Shortpants. <laughs> I am Doctor Shortpants. <laughs> either that, or the whole time you think he's a hero, but he's actually a villain. Because what about that other person who has no shorts now? I mean, oh, they're shit. practically pantsless. Oh and fuck! Yeah, is he yeah. Wearing, is he wearing shorts he got he's from wearing, the dream, or is he wearing it? Does he can like steal people's shorts while he's dreaming? He's wearing someone else's shorts, obviously, and there he doesn't explain where if his shorts were given to them. Like what? Like do they have pants? I don't know. <laughs> and he is prepared for the news, but not for a full scale civil war. Like in <laughs> I see what the you most did recent there. Avenger we're movie. really digging out the comic books here, aren't we? Well, you guys. <laughs> I had nothing true. about this. I'm just I'm just picking up what you guys are throwing down. It, what y'all throwing good. down. Um and I, his his bike is actually like a, a superhero like motorized bike. He, you know, it makes you think that it's like a tricycle, but really those safety wheels mm-hmm. are off and he's going. Like that, this is like a, some high tech, you know. Yeah, so like an old man uh, recognizes him. He knows the Fantastic Four. Yeah. He gets struck by lightning a lot. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's a superhero, bro. I mean, or, I, I think mean, so. I guess a vampire. Okay, we could, insane be, vampire. we could be cracking a code here. We could be cracking a code. I like it. A vampire superhero, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. hey, speaking Vampires of vampire, are basically superheroes. They, true, 100% they are. Speaking of your vampire read, which you couldn't do for this, Bonnie, you'll have to indulge us for one second while Evan takes a tour of his horror read for Same Thing. Evan, if Same Thing were a horror movie, what kind of horror movie would it be? I'm feeling like it, it it's a movie about kids. So it's like a kids on bike scenario. So you're looking at like a monster Stranger squad, things. Stranger Things, okay. sort of like Ooh. a maybe like a dark half sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Fright Night, you know, mm-hmm. where kids are. It's basically just kids coming to terms with the real world through. Or so there's two ways these things go. Mm-hmm. So it's either a metaphor for kids for children losing their innocence, coming to terms with the real world, or kids trying to cling to their innocence by clinging to you know things that are. Uh, outside of adults purview okay. like only kids can see the monster sort of thing okay. or this monster is is a allegory for adulthood okay that's usually how those those movies goes but that that, that was sort of a tangent but yeah that, that would be the, basically the the core of this movie is a kid growing up uh and finding out there's some sort of monster in his neighborhood because he's not prepared for a full-scale war he's just doing his paper route and he comes across something like some creepy old man burying something in his backyard okay so do you picture it as more of a Goonies like silly uh, uh, comedy horror? Or? How the fuck could it not be comedy horror? Like, <laughs> how could you take this seriously at all? <laughs> but see, you've never done the lyrics before. You've always just taken the title, and oh. that has been your interpretation. Like same thing, I thought would be like a Pod People sort of like. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you could you could do it. It could be eventually like a body horror thing. Yeah. Like oh. I don't feel like a lot of people have done kid body horror, which Ugh. would be fucking terrifying on a lot of different levels. Yeah. Because I mean, I know that kid body horror usually is confined to sort of like body horror as a metaphor for puberty yeah. like your body's changing you're becoming a werewolf like in ginger snaps or something like that but like where your body is like turning against you is a different that's what happened to me <laughs> you turned into a werewolf oh yeah <laughs> ginger snaps is you should actually... see me at, 
You're lucky this podcast doesn't be recording on a full moon because we'd be in <laughs> well, big trouble. Saker actually also is a werewolf. He got bit by a werewolf on a moor uh, in Eastern Europe a couple weeks ago. Oh, shit. I forgot oh. in the canon of yeah, this podcast. So you all are both werewolves. You can bond over that. <laughs> oh, shit. That's okay, great. I'll have to. When you DM me your picture of uh, the DreamWorks kid, we'll have a little werewolf discussion. Yeah. You guys are both oh, big dear fans Lord. of. <laughs> who is your favorite werewolf band? Bonnie. Oh, oh, is that to me? Yeah. My favorite werewolf man? Wait, because we know... Uh, Teen we, Wolf? Favorite werewolf band, band. not man. Band. As, oh, as band. you know, mine is, of course, oh. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker, famous were Charo. Famous werewolves, yeah. Charo. Charo, yeah. Coochie Coochie Girl Charo. <laughs> Ooh, famous okay. Spanish guitarist Charo. <laughs> uh, Duran Duran. <laughs> oh, that's a Hungry real like good answer. Wolf, yeah. oh, Hungry like the... Fuck, that's yeah. a great answer. I know. You're welcome. Where's that Thompson doing? You can steal that. You can cut me out of this whole conversation and take that one. I'm going to cut you out of this whole podcast and steal that. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, excellent. Okay, so uh, does anybody have any final thoughts before we get into rating the song? No, no, no. Cool. All right. Well, let's talk about what we rate with this song. All right. So, uh, Bonnie, uh, we rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. I always feel so fucking embarrassed when I talk to the guests about our rating system. <laughs> bare naked to fully clothed, where the more bare naked the song is, the better it is. The more clothes it has on, the worse. As usual, we'll give um, you a chance to think. So, Evan, we'll start with you and then we'll go around. This is someone waking up from a sex dream uh-huh. to find themselves wearing, not only wearing someone else's shorts, but someone else's shirt, someone else's pants, someone else's shoes, someone else's hat, someone else's balaclava. I hated this song. Are they all soiled too from the sex dream? Yeah, sure. Okay. It's all dirty. They're all dirty clothes too. You know, like I think this is my least favorite song on the album. Really? It just was it worse than spider in my room. Worse than I think again, I feel like, I feel like the observer effect really plays a lot here. Okay. In measuring it, I have moved the, the, like the, barometer or whatever it is so i feel like if i had just inter if i encountered the song in the wild <laughs> i would have probably enjoyed this song fine sure. it would have been not a not a good or a bad one but because i'm like di- trying to dig into the lyrics trying to like i'm moving i'm moving these fucking electrons around i'm moving these right. quarks and whatnot so i they're, i can't see them how okay. they're supposed to be seen so okay. i feel i feel bad saying it but i hate this song <laughs> okay fair that's all right we don't always have to agree uh for me this song is a man who is walking out of a field during a thunderstorm and to all the observers, they're surprised, amazed, in fact, that he even survived. He's walking out, coughing up, sputtering smoke, and his body is all charred and black cartoonishly. His clothes are ripped and torn off and he's just wearing, you know, the the tatters of jeans and a t-shirt. So he's pretty naked, but he got there in the worst possible way. He had to be struck by lightning and endure great physical pain this song just like it's a weird just like the song exactly it's a weird duality for me where it's like you're right like i get you this song should suck and i'm sure that my rose-colored nostalgia goggles are playing a huge factor in why i like it because i liked it so much as a kid but like it's good for me you know what that's fine walking out of those woods (laughs) he survived and that's what's important (laughs) bonnie what do you think sorry so how i rate this song is um uh, someone going to the pool, uh, but they're extremely pasty like myself. So instead of like wearing like a full <laughs> bathing suit, like they might be in kind of like a nice little um, like the bathing suit, but with the skirt wrap and a top and like a hat to wear like, yeah, they're they're still kind of loosely dressed, you know, and you're like, oh, you know, I can see something happening here, but they're still <laughs> technically fully clothed. 
Uh, maybe like some kind of mesh top, you know, to, just to keep it exciting. Okay. Uh, however, uh, but then the mention of the comic books comes in and and the top hat comes flying and you're like Marvel bitches and 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 a little bit more clothing, you know, like the this it becomes overcast and the sun gets covered, so like you feel a little bit more comfortable taking the top off and uh, but under the top <laughs> under the top you're wearing you have like a wife beater on top of your bikini top, so you're still fully clothed but not as bad. And it gets a little better. Okay. Does, it, does that make, does that, does that, I, am I ranking Bonnie, this correctly? Is this the way it works? No, yeah. So you are ranking it correctly. Also, you're getting ready for the pool. Sounds like a nightmare. You're wearing a top hat and a white feeder. I'm not wearing and... a top hat. I'm like little, oh, I'm a little sun hat. Like, I'm not, oh, I'm not it, Mr. Okay. Monopoly. Thank you very much. I confused you too many a time. I know. Um, wow. It's, it's so the monocle all I wear. On Tuesdays. <laughs> um, all in all, it sounds like maybe positive. I can't tell. <laughs> it depends. Like, are you going to get sunburned? You're not really sure. Like, you you know, you have Still to. Still going to the pool. Yeah. I, I love this ranking because it's just as confusing as the song. And I say A fucking plus. You did a great job. And then and then you rip uh, off the uh, the little, you know. Oh, still going. Oh, the little skirt that you have. And then you look down uh-huh. and you realize that you're wearing someone else's bikini shorts. And then it just bleeds oh. into the first verse. And you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> okay. The song is playing within this rating of the song. Love it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, Bonnie, that you did, you did perfect. That's Thanks. exactly how we rate things. Just like rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being yeah, on. We really so appreciate it. Oh, uh, what you. do you have coming up? What sort of things do you want to plug? Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't know exactly what I can say. Um, so of course, Xander and I are recording <laughs> our, our second album right now. Uh, mm-hmm. and that should be released, uh, sometimes after, sometime after the holidays, we are in studio getting it all mixed and recorded and, and mastered. Does- and we're also does the album have a title bombarded oh good stuff i know i know i know it's like we're <laughs> we're like trying to find bard puns or something and then uh we'll be doing our 2019 con tour of course we'll be doing all kinds of cons and nerdy events throughout the year uh, uh other than let's see i'm trying to think what else i can announce without getting in trouble okay so here's something that you might notice on my social media if you follow me uh uh-huh. i've been training as a wrestler <laughs> Lately, I saw that. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. Okay, so are you? Um, are you on Glow? Can you announce that you're on Glow? I am not on. Well, okay. okay. You're, you're right. Oh. You're right, and you're wrong. So uh-huh. the original show Glow that came out in the '80s, the creator of that show is bringing it back in its original format. So it's not Glow on Netflix, but it's huh. pretty much that. That's. So bizarre. That's wow. awesome. And I got cast in that, so we're currently in training. Um, so it's a glow-like oh, wow. awesome. inspired show. Um, cool. That will be like the original glow uh, back in the 80s, 90s format that it was oh, in. Awesome. Very yeah, cool. That so sounds exciting. That's what I've been doing for the past few weeks is <laughs> training as a wrestler. You know, typical, typical awesome. nerd life. I have no physical ability whatsoever. It's uh, my body. I'm, I'm definitely a... Thank God my character can be a little bit more clumsy because Lord knows I'm not going to survive <laughs> if I have to like do backflips on a regular Yeah, I basis. saw you on that top rope though. You were clearly doing something amazing. You know, it would be kind of cool to create a character um, because uh, this is not my character. So I can say this because this would be a cool character uh-huh. to have in a wrestling show uh, to be a, a magician and a wrestler to where like you use magic <laughs> to fight your 
your opponent. And that would be kind of cool or weird. <laughs> I don't amazing. know. Like, you know, all of a sudden, like, you're in the middle of a match. And all of a sudden, you, like, pull out a bouquet of roses and be like, aha, and, like, hit him over right. the head. Or just a tiger mauls them to death. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie, thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. Thank all you, All right. Guys. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Hey, Evan. I agree. With? You. Hmm. I ABD. <laughs> Gotta do it. <laughs> Commercial over. Bye. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah. well, hold on. Let's do it. Hold on. Here's our commercial. Ready? Okay. IABDpresents.com. You gotta do it. Get it done. <laughs> and we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Here's the point in the show when we spin this big wheel and figure out what we gonna do next. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything old is new again. So, Ev. I want you to score a scene from a piece of media with this song. That's how Everything Old is New Again works. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> of course, you've memorized all of our segment names and descriptions. <laughs> so, uh, I know. Same thing. Where does it go in the sort of uh, 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 pantheon of great media? <laughs> I think it's like a... Like a fucking dream sequence is scored by this I song? I think it would have to be a dream sequence. Because this, this song is just a bunch of non sequiturs to me. Yeah, I'm trying to go for maybe less meaning and more feeling, right? I'm going to coffee jump, trying to get some regularly placed coffee I can make a coffee with. <laughs> it walks the hamburger. <laughs> so, like, what, what sort of, like, it feels like maybe a montage where somebody's, you like... You always go to montage. Because all songs are montages. montages. <laughs> but this is a montage specifically where someone is building a website that's going to be Facebook. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think this should have been in, uh, I'm going to say this should have been in the social network over okay. uh, like Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg. just working tirelessly. And like, I'm in a comic book store trying to, and he's like, we see him wipe the sweat from his brow. And then there, there was big moments where he like hits some keys must have been. And we see like, Oh, I get it now. Like it's all coming together. Must have been the same thing. Uh, I think that's a big, like, uh, a nice moment. What was in that this. movie, Youth? Was it Youth where the kid was, uh, they, like, filmed it over 10 years? Boyhood. Real boyhood. Boyhood. So I think it would be Boyhood, but uh -huh. they took all the scenes from Boyhood and then just shuffled them and put them randomly in order. <laughs> <laughs> so because the song, it speaks to growing up in a lot of ways. Right. So, and it's in a rough order. So uh -huh. he generally gets older over the course, but, like, a, it's like my... The uh, same thing cut of boyhood <laughs> okay. is my is my choice. Um, what if or they just take out every third scene? <laughs> okay, that's so good. It like jumps like he's a but kid where first. Does it score? He grows up. It can't the, whole score the whole movie. Oh yeah, just the whole movie over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> Jesus. Oh the 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 same thing cut of boyhood is only five minutes long. Oh no, because it just takes it takes three scenes from boyhood and slices them together into a rough. Okay, I know what it's. I know okay, what this score. Okay, do it. This score is one of those YouTube videos where it's like, they're all like clickbait. Like Jeffrey took a picture of himself every year since 1973, oh, like, like that. that. So it's just you just watch this three minute video of somebody yeah. growing up and getting old. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's just this song. But see, I wanted to propose something else, but I think you hit the nail on the fucking head. Well, so come there's at no me. need. Come at me. What if this is like uh 
uh, one of those scenes where, and I'm trying to think of a specific piece of media, maybe you'll be able to do it, but like they're on the roof and, and the one character has a gun and he's pointing at you and then he's pointing at the person right next to you who looks like you uh-huh. and you're, they're both saying like, no, 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 it's me, it's me. And it's sort of that uh, that new like sort of ironic scoring of a movie that every movie is doing now where it's like, oh, this is like a, a, a dreamy sort of mad worldy type of song where there's war shit going on. You know what I mean? Like, so somebody's going to die, but we're listening to must have been the same thing. <laughs> what do you think? Give me a, what, yeah. what, what movie has that in uh, it? What's the one with like Tom Cruise and Nick, was it Nicole Kill- Kidman? It was like with Stanley Eyes Kubrick. Wide Eyes wide shut. Like a eye wide shut sort of. Does that have a, I've never seen that movie. Oh, it, it has a lot of, uh, trippy. Yeah. I knew changes. that. Oh, does it have a, uh, I don't think rooftop it ha- gun battle. I saw it when it came out and I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember it. Okay. Well, you saw it when it came out. It came out when you were like 17. It was rated R. I can't see a movie. Yeah, R means you can like see it when you're like 16 or 15 or something. I thought R meant adult. Well, the the rating above R is NC17. Oh, so that's shit. worse yeah, than that's right. worse than R is NC17. So R is fine, Yeah, right? I guess R must be like 15 like or 16, 16 yeah. huh? Wow. And R you can get away with as many F bombs as you want, right? I feel like R is 18 even. I don't know. Yeah, you can say you can swear a lot in R. I don't actually know what the Wait, thing R is. is 18? I have no idea. You're make Hold up. All right, we're going to figure this out. Uh, you got a vamp. Go ahead. Must have been the same thing. <laughs> You're horrible at Must this. Must have been the same. Uh, R is... Uh, I'm coming to vamp. Under 17 requires accompanying parent or adult guardian. So, so what, what is the fuck point of NC-17 mean? Okay, hold up. Let's. We got to figure this out. NC-17 is you can't go unless you're 17, even if you have a guardian. Yes, that's exactly what it means. No children under 17 admitted. Period. So, e- period, Yes. Uh, how many movies have the NC-17 rating, I wonder? Showgirls is the only one I can think of. Do you think... Uh, give me a number. Let's do this bet. I uh, think there's um, there's going to be all time, seven movies. Uh, closest without going over? I'm going to go like 50. Closest without going over 50 movies? Yeah. Um. Okay. I don't even know how to... You don't, do you? If you were going to do 50, you should have just done... Um, what did I say? 17? You should have done 18. Well, I want to get it exactly. Oh, okay. Because you win all the bonus points. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. <laughs> uh, uh, You're actually counting a, a ton. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But some of them I know are not NC. Hold up. Freddy Got Fingered. Oh, yeah. 2001. Edited for re-rating. Edited version rated R for crude. Oh, 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 oh. So they were originally NC-17, and mm-hmm. then they edited them to get them under. And so most of these are not actually movies that were NC-17. Like American Pie, it was labeled NC-17, and then it was edited in order to get an R rating. So uh, these movies on this list are movies that were, at one point, NC-17. So yeah, so they were rated NC-17, so my... But that's not what they ended up being, right? That doesn't matter. That's not the point. The protagonist in this song was a boy, but now he <laughs> is a man. I hate this. Uh, what's the most surprising uh, movie on here? How about um, Labyrinth? That's not on That's there. That's not on there. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. the, oh, God. Yeah. So it'd be like a... No, that would be pedophilia because... Um, oh. Not pedophilia. Um, whatever the childhood endangerment or something because jennifer connell was only like 15 or Ugh, something during when she, when she was well, it the... doesn't have to be sex does it 
I think it does. A lot actually. of it time is set, or like, because like incredible violence. Yeah, incredible, like absurd violence. Yes, I, think. I thought Jay and Silent Bob Strike like, Back. A that Serbian film me. was is probably NC seventeen, but I think that probably Hostel was R, and uh, Hostel was pretty rough. A Serbian film was rated NC seventeen for extreme aberrant sexual and violent content, yes. including explicit dialogue. Uh, I've never seen a Serbian film. Should I watch it? No. Should you? Should our viewers? Should our listeners watch Please. it? If you really like torture porn, like a lot, uh, yeah. But okay. I would not recommend it to any lay person. <clears throat> okay. Very good. Ever. Great. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Okay. Personally. <laughs> Wonderful. Like Serbian film is like the fucking Hellraiser puzzle box. You like seek it out on your own, <laughs> and you get what you get. Right. <laughs> Got it. Uh, okay. What was this segment again? Everything old is new again. I forgot. I would score a Serbian film (laughs) in the same thing. (laughs) I'm in the same thing. Okay. uh, Now is the time in the podcast when we take a little bit of bare naked males. So if you want to bare nakedly mail us, you can do so. uh, And uh, that's pretty easy. It's just it's all been done podcast at gmail.com. So this next email comes from our friend Luke. Luke, my son? Your son wrote this question. <laughs> He's got a weird email address for being your son. Okay. Different last name. Okay. Uh, did he get married and change his last name? He might have just changed his last name because you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't be can. mad. I if forgot. Ch- yeah. Why wouldn't you be mad? He has to carry on your line. Uh, it's not really that important. Okay, got it. Um, I think it's very important. Like you want, you want him to, you want your last name to persevere. Yes. If it doesn't, I will get That's angry. That's why you forced your partner to take your last name. Yes. On pain of death. I didn't force her to. She's just, she loves Oh yeah, me. of course. <laughs> That's how it always works out. This question from Luke is, if the Bannigan ladies were to inexplicably break up tomorrow, <gasps> heaven forbid, do the sign of the cross, uh, and go their separate ways, what do you think each of the members would choose to do instead, Luke? Ed oh. is a daredevil pilot. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. How are we doing this? Are Ed we splitting is them a up? daredevil pilot. Are we splitting them up? Or are we each doing an Ed? Or are we each doing a Steve? Well, split them up. Okay, so you so get you Ed. Can, but you, everyone gets a... We won't have to take turns. We can. You get input. Like, I feel like Ed is... Go, we can debate each here's, of them. Here's the thing is that I feel like Ed can do anything. Because Ed's up, dude. I mean, yeah, Ed yeah, has had so many jobs over the years. I think he goes back to television, to be honest with you. I mean, he's he's up. <laughs> don't you don't you understand? You're looking at me so quizzically. Well, I don't think any of the bare naked any bare naked lady needs to do anything because they have enough money. But like, I Why? think he'd be just doing something for fun. So he'd be a pinball whiz. Oh, one hundred percent. He would play professional pinball for the rest of his life. Yes. Yes, that is what Ed would do. Okay, so Ed turns into the pinball wizard. He yes. goes to Tommy Land, uh, and he actually takes it really seriously. Yeah. Calling himself the pinball wizard, he sets up also. He goes into magic shows. Oh. So he he does a lot of sleight of hand tricks before he goes onto his. He has a, a lot full, of close up magic. Yeah, close up magic. They like they put a, a lady inside the pinball machine that he saws in half. <laughs> okay, great. Through the show, love it. There's a lion there. Wonderful. Yeah, spinning uh, rings. Okay. Okay, let's go to Stevie Boy. Uh, they, they broke up. He already has a musical career. Yeah, I thought we were just. He said bare naked ladies, which means okay, just, sure, sure, just sure, the, sure, just sure, the, sure, the sure, four sure. of them, right? Okay, now. yes. So Jim, Jim becomes a sensei <laughs> at a martial arts <laughs> I dojo. Hate this answer. Why? Because <laughs> he's always been interested in various types of mm. Asian martial arts. It may be true, but do you know what else he's always been interested in? Homebrew. So I think he goes on to make Leinenkriegen, the beer that his family was born to make. Uh, yeah, I think I, I don't know. Well, he could go. He could go full doomsday prepper uh-huh. and like run. There is 
My cousins live out in the country. My cousins. This is a this is a story that will eventually circle back. My cousins live out in the country, far away. Uh-huh. It's like an hour outside of town. Okay. In the middle of you know just not really anywhere, but there is a single small town that has a tiny tiny population near them, and it's like one of those places where it's just a two roads cross each other. Okay. And then there's like a World War One memorial right in the middle of the roads. <laughs> okay. So you have to like it's kind of like a cul-de-sac right. but it's not really not a cul-de-sac a, a, a roundabout, roundabout but it's not really a roundabout it's just two roads crossing and they put a world war one <laughs> memorial in there and then there's three houses and then the fourth is a church but the church is repurposed and it's ron smith's oriental martial arts studio <laughs> okay so loop this back around jim cregan buys buys a, a dilapidated a dilapidated pickle factory cathedral, <laughs> okay a dilapidated brew house oh he's a, he, he becomes a monk that's what he does so he's combining his love of martial arts <laughs> because monks do martial arts. Oh, so you're talking like a like a, Shao, a, kung fu a Shaolin monk. monk. He not becomes a, not like a Shaolin a, monk, okay. but one of the Shaolin monks that also he combines beer. all aspects of monkhood. So okay. he becomes a Shaolin monk, and then uh, European monks. A lot yes. of the orders were famous for famous yes. brewers. So he combines that. Yes. Uh, he collects he takes a, a monk, silence. Collects a lot of monkeys. Yes. He he joins the monkeys. Davy Eats Jones. Only monkfish. Uh huh. He uh, him and Tony Shalhoub become best friends. <laughs> he plays a lot of D and D five E. He. Why didn't we make him a monk? <laughs> what did we make him bard or some bullshit? Yeah, he was a bard. I don't remember. He was a bard. Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh. So okay, that was pretty easy. Um. Good. What else? Uh. Tyler. Kev. Oh, Tyler. I feel like Tyler is the kind of person who would start his own restaurant chain. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. What kind of, I think, I feel like it's like uh, greasy garbage diner food. <laughs> I feel like that. Like it's like a Guy Fieri sort of like, yeah. Oh, I love the way you say it. Say it again. That's how he says it. Fieri. Fieri. That's how he says it, right? I think he says Fieri. No, he doesn't. Guy Fieri. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Your cousins who live out by the church. He's a good person who brings who brings a lot of attention to local, like local establishments that are like mom and pop. He is wonderful. And uh, he came to a a Guy Fieri story. He came to a. uh, (laughs) I swear this will loop around eventually. No, it doesn't. This is just a Guy Fieri story. (laughs) Okay. He came to a local a local establishment in Columbus um, and talked about their pierogies. Yes. And uh, after he left, he he wrote them a thank you note, thanking them for having him there and just being so like gentle and polite yes that's it that's the story oh that's the story like, usually you like you like think like thank you mr fietti for like bringing attention to my mom and pop establishment my local business but no he writes them a thank you note that's so sweet he's what just a, a sweet he's just a gentleman guy. yeah um and i'm sure he's a rapist or something too oh no 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 <laughs> milkshake no, 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 duck no, no, no. right um well, that's just Mario Batali. I feel like Tyler maybe moves to Rochester and specializes in garbage plates for the rest of his life. Like fries loaded with like beef, sour cream, what's hot the, peppers. What's the rest? And I just see, I, God, I can see the fucking advertisement now. It's just him sitting there fucking smiling away. And he just has a big plate in each hand piled high. Oh, yeah. With garbage. Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't know what you're talking about, but. No, that's just the advertisement. Oh, 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 yeah, like, just, oh, yeah. You see Tyler like yes. there. He's got like a little, he's got, a, he's got an apron on. Yes. And he's got like the, the, the button down shirt that's rolled up to yes. his elbows. So you exactly. know that he's <laughs> yeah I, I agree yep and he doesn't look a day older, older than he yeah. does because he's living this best life yeah uh so finally then kev um Ooh, i feel like kev starts think, like an endangered bird sanctuary it, that's, 
literally <laughs> what I was going to say. I think he retires. He has enough money. Yeah, I feel like he's in the nonprofit business. Yes, he starts an an, uh, an aviary. What yeah. the fuck? An aviary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he yeah. Like, he, like, ministers to hummingbirds, like, tired hummingbirds. Yes, that's exactly what he does. I think that eventually birds start to come to him, like, word <laughs> among the birds spreads. Bird is the word. And then, yeah, he he creates this this beautiful bird garden for wounded and, and uh, wayward birds. Tyler's pile of grub. That's what it means. Hearn's bird hurt. Hearn's <laughs> hurt bird hut. Hearn's hurt bird hut. <laughs> Oh, you know, we have to name all the things. Hold on. Hurt's Bird, Hurt Bird Hut. Uh, Tyler's Pile of Grub. What's that's the martial, Jim's, uh, martial art and beer The Drunken Martial Arts Studio. <laughs> Jim's Drunken Martial Arts Studio. And what was that again? Pinball Wizard. Oh, it's not really a, yeah. a studio. Okay. Anyway, Luke. The Silver Sorcerer. <laughs> the Silver Sorcerer. He becomes a superhero. I hope, I, I truly hope that that answer was what you were looking for, and I'm fairly sure that it was. Now is the time in the show when we would normally read an iTunes review, but hey, buddy boy, we got none to read. So, leave us an iTunes review. Doesn't have to even be for our yeah, show. Think about open. the favorite Review your favorite product that yes, you got. Yes, the favorite thing you own. Amazon's going to keep bothering you for that review of those like that those <laughs> shoelaces just, uh, you, bought you bought two years ago. So next time they do that, just you know, get, leave us a review. Yeah, uh, we don't care if it's five star, one or, star. Well, tell us to review it. So if you want us to review your favorite podcast. <laughs> Leave a review telling us to do that on our podcast, and we'll go leave a review. It's a quid pro quo yes, situation it is. now. Baby. Uh, yeah, if you have a podcast, this will be some uh, like for like. I like that a lot. Okay, cool. Uh, I think that works out well. Um, anyway, like you have a podcast if you just like a podcast. Anything you like. Like a podcast, love a podcast. We'll review it. We'll review it. We'll review anything. Send us grub. We should get a P.O. box so people can send us things and we'll review them on air. I don't think anyone would send us anything. Uh, and oh, I bet we would regret anything anyone sent us. I better regret as well. I regret bet. Seiki's regret better. <laughs> um, hey, you can review us on iTunes. You can get with us on Facebook. It's all been done by Naked Ladies Podcast. You can get with us on Twitter at Bin Done Pod. We love to hear from our tweet tweet buddies. Um, that's about it. F boy. Hey, anything to plug, Saker? Uh, um, uh, um, I've never been, uh, uh, I I never thought, um, uh, my, my friends have, I have nothing to plug, Evan. (laughs) 